Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, yeah, I do. Man, God been good to me. Man, he been so good to me. Wow. And, 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 and you know why I say it like that, what makes it amazing, is because it's been in spite of myself. I mean, you know what I mean by that? I mean, I mean that he's been good to me in spite of all the craziness I've done, all the foolishness I've gotten myself involved with, and, and not only got, but knowingly got myself involved with, all of the stupid decisions I've made, 
put all that to the side, and he's still been good to me. Bring it all and put it on the plate, and he's still been good to me. Man, that's amazing, man. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that could say the exact same thing. I mean, come on, man. I got you ain't famous. I got ain't nobody got no microphone in your face. I got nobody ain't got no spotlight on you. I got nobody ain't got no camera in your face. I got nobody probably ain't nobody blogging about you. But let me tell you something. If you break it down and be real about it, oh, you done done something outside the box. You done done something, ladies included. You've done something out the box. You woke up and went, what did I do that for? Oh, we've all done it. So with all that said and done, God still loves you, man. God still loves you, still wants the best for you, still considers you his child, and is and is willing, is willing, man, to show you your future. He is willing to show you your life. He is willing to let you take a peek at the blueprint. Man, that's an amazing God right there. Because I don't I know I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I'm glad it's him. You know, uh today, man, I want to encourage brothers out there. And when I say brothers, I'm talking to everybody that's of the male species. I don't care about your color. I really, really don't. I don't even have time for that in my day. I, matter, matter of fact, sometimes when you get to discussing race, I just get tired of it sometimes. So I just wish. You know, some, some days I just want to wake up and just do me. You know, I, I, I got what, what, what the skin tone is. I got that. But I just want to wake up some days and just go on about my business and do me. I don't want to have to deal with it. Sometimes I get tired of talking about the issues. Ain't going to make them go away, but sometimes I get tired. So today I'm talking to brothers, all the brothers of the male species. I'm talking about men. Today, man, if, if, if you ain't doing it all, if you're feeling empty, man, start today completing your, your process and your journey. And you know what I'm saying by that? If there's a part of you that's missing as a man, and 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 now, man, I'm talking to you, so you know some ladies listening, but you know what I'm talking about. It's it's some part of you that's missing as a man. If you ain't really been in touch with your kids like you're supposed to, now for whatever the reason is, and please know, I do understand how sometimes women can use children as pawns. It happens all the time. I've been through it. I've been through it, man. I know what it feels like, man, to want to do something, but because you ain't got this or you ain't doing this, then I ain't going to let you have this. You got to fight through, fellas. You got to fight through. You got to fulfill your end of the deal. And I got how difficult they making it. I got how, man, it's going to come with some drama. But you got to fight through it. Because, man, we need fathers to be fathers. That's really what we need. If you're a man out there and you are a father of a child, we need you to do your job. We, I'm talking about the, our community, our situation, us as a people, all of us. We need you to be a father, period. Now, hey, man, I ain't coming down on you. I'm, I'm just your boy. I'm your man. And I've, I've, I've been in the same predicament and the same hole myself where I couldn't get to them. Uh, where they were used as pawns, where they they were told things about me that wasn't even true. I've been through it. Uh, you can't see them. You don't come over. Okay, I okay, got all that. You ain't sent this. You ain't, okay, hey, hey, got all that. If, if, if you can call them sometimes, tell them you're thinking about them. Tell them you love them. If you can get a letter to them. 
If you can get a message to your children through one of your relatives, start the process today. Be a father. It's your job. Now, because you ignoring him, or you acting like they ain't over there, or you done backed them out of your mind because the situation got too difficult, I got that. I, I, I got that. But you got to step up and be fathers. You got to write a letter. You got to send the money. If she talking about if you don't send all the money, you ain't going to send. Send what you got. If she if taking it over there is too much drama, send it through a relative. Give it to a mama. Give it to a sister. Ask her to take it over there and do something for the baby. Because, okay, okay, you can't deal with the drama. I got that. And I know it's much to pay when you have to deal with that. Because I, clearly I know hell have no fury like a woman scorn. Please know I know that. Please know. And that's a real statement. That ain't no saying Steve got. That's that's the truth. So, but do what you got to do. Sometimes you have to apologize. Sometimes an apology goes a long way to your children. Just say, look, because I've made this apology before. Hey, man, look, I'm sorry. I wasn't there for you. I was out grinding and hustling, and I wasn't paying attention to you. And I should have been. And I apologize. Now, I imagine, man, there's days where you was telling people I was your father up at the school and they wasn't believing you. I apologize for sending you through that. But now, man, I tell you what, I made some mistakes and I got it together. I want me and you to move forward as father and son. I want me and you to move forward as father and daughter. I want to be in your life. I ain't got a lot, but guess what? I know a lot. Because if you're a man and you're a father, please know you know something that child don't know. You have information. You have experience. That's all they need sometimes, to have somebody to talk to. That daughter of yours just needs to know from her daddy, how should a man treat me, dad? What should I look for in a man? See, they'll take that information from you because they know it's coming from the right place. And then you know that your son needs you because you know how difficult it is if you're trying to be a man without your daddy. You already know how funky that is right there. So come on, man. Admit your mistakes and move forward. Call your kids. Write a letter. Get a phone number on them. Send a text. Drop a message. Send a note up to the school. Do something, man. Get your thinking caps on, fellas. But stand up and be fathers, man. Make the step to be fathers. Do you know that if every man that was a father would just stand up and be a father, there would be no need for half the mentoring programs we're trying to start out here. But we have mentoring programs because there's such a lack of fathers out there. But guess what? It really ain't no lack of fathers out there because y'all done made these babies and you got these kids and and it's your seed. So it's your job. It ain't my job. It ain't my job to raise your kids. It's your job. Now, fellas, like I say, I ain't coming down on you, but I'm telling you the truth. Now, where is it that I'm lying in this here? You made a baby. That's your baby. That's your seed. They look just like you. That's your job. If those of us that are fathers would just be fathers, I could shut the mentoring camp down. Now, I would say I apologize because I don't want you to think I'm coming down on you, but I've been through this myself. I ain't really coming down. I'm just reminding you. 
This is our job. These are our children. This is our responsibility. We are men. There is no excuses. You you don't get you don't get cut a break on that one. Sorry. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Uh, this is Steve Harvey. I'm trying to get your attention because it's it's done started. The morning show is on. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I ain't got to tell you what station it is because you hear my voice, you own the station you need to be on. <laughs> now, they have these things like station ID and all like that, but if you listening to me, you already own the station. I'm on too many to go around the room announcing them. But all of them is great stations. And you greater for listening. Yes, sir. Morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve. What's up, Carla? Morning, Steve, crew. Cut it up, Junior. Morning, up. Bill Foo. Big dog. In the building. Yes, sir. Got your Everybody coffee. Everybody in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Check and make sure Junior has his coffee. I was just checking because... Monica was supposed to put the cream and sugar in there, Steve. I didn't know their relationship was that way, though. What? They just I got into know. a major argument about cream I, and sugar. I was, I was yeah. listening. I didn't know they. Uh, I Uh-oh. thought they had more of a, uh, you know, co-worker existed. This sound like something with like a relationship tendency. Yeah. 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 Where the hell is your coffee at? Exactly. Is he iron your clothes too? He shut the room down with that. We working on it. All right, work it. <laughs> But I'm not playing about my coffee though. You, every morning, it's the same thing. <laughs> who you, but who are you talking to though? Monica. <laughs> like that? Yeah. You like that, Junior? Wait, you should have seen her jump up grinning? and go get it though. she be over there just grinning? Girl, you better take care of your man. Yeah. Because <laughs> she ain't got a problem come getting her nail money. <laughs> and they oh. stay done. And you know how she is about her nails. Uh, they are always done. They done. You know, mm-hmm. I've ne- since all these years I've known Monica, Mississippi Monica, she never came in here a day without them done. Uh-uh. No. And Not and she, she alternates. She'll go to the salon and she does them herself. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. She can do them herself. Yeah. I can't do Really? This. I can't, I can't get down there. Because she stay in the lines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. She's, she's good. good. I didn't see she girls do with them nail polish look like <laughs> I did. <it. laughs> I ain't her staying in line since coloring book. Yeah. I ain't her. <laughs> Don't draw outside the lines. Oh, Man. Yeah, yeah but it, it's something good with those two. Lord. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Mm-hmm. Make coffee. Oh. <laughs> you got it now? You good? No, I'm good, man. Let's okay. go on here. What we doing? Well, I, <laughs> I cooked well, today. Show, a show? Who? <laughs> I did. I, I put something in the microwave. I cooked. You That's warmed up cooking, some Shirley. soup. Shirley, it's putting something in, in the microwave to heat it is not cooking. It's in the kitchen. Thank you. It's here in the studio. It's in a machine that heats stuff up, as far as I'm concerned. That That's ain't cooking. cooking. That ain't... Girl. In my world, that's cooking. Thank you. That's, How that's is Nesto. your husband's health? That's Nesto. <laughs> How is your husband's health? What? Uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. the uh, doctor... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Out of Michigan State. Molested. Uh, man, do you know 156 girls came to testify? Wow. Yes, sir. Yes. A hundred and fifty oh, girls came to testify against this doctor. Yeah, we've been watching. Uh, Nasser, mm-hmm. Nasir, mm-hmm. what a, Nasser, you got it right. Doctor mm-hmm. Nasser, uh-huh. who was a gymnastics coach on the college level and Olympic team. Mm-hmm. This dude, a hundred and fifty-six girls. Yep. That's ridiculous. Yep, yep. 
All right, uh, 32 after. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so 175 years, Dr. Ma- Dr. Nasser got sentenced. Yeah, it, it, it's not enough, but well, that's why don't what they got. just say life, though? What, what, what? No. Do you, know, do you know anybody that lived 175? No. But then then, that's it. Well, we just... then that's, that's... Okay. Okay, let's move on. Uh... No, I mean, I think what they're trying to do is send a message. We're giving you as much as we can. As we possibly We're going to be here on the center. You can die and come back and die again. Yeah. Punish you to the full extent of the law. And yeah. then some. When yeah. is the death penalty? When do you get that? Well, certain states Yeah, it depends it. on yeah where you are. Which state? I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Well, can we get him to Texas? Can we do you it? Know Texas? We'll do it down in Texas. I don't we'll know do if it. you get the death penalty without murdering somebody. I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's a death penalty for other. If things. that punishment fits that crime, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Some treason and spying cases call for death. I think, but I don't really know. I don't know. We're not yeah. lawyers. But yeah, he has again, he got 175, 175 years. years, and yeah. he yeah, a doctor. Case he knows something to keep himself healthy. <laughs> yeah. I like that dream. Yeah. yeah. We want you to really understand. Yeah. He's not going to get to 176. Not, yeah, you get to 145. Out. You tried. <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> All right, Steve. Hey, so- hey I'm going to tell you something I told my sons in Vegas at the fight. Uh-huh. And it's really true. And it took me a long time to learn this. And it can help. It can help everybody. But parents, if you could teach this to your kids, because it really was helpful. You know, we was leaving the fight, and one of my sons said, man, I want to go have some fun. And I said, man, be careful out there. You know, my son's old enough to go where they want to go, you know. But I said, hey, man, y'all be careful out there, man, because, oh, Dad, man, we cool. You can go gambling, Dad, but we want to go have some fun. So he said, Dad, what you going to do? I said, I think I'm going to go over to this lounge that they got, private lounge upstairs. I think I'm just going to get me a cigar, man, and sit down. And get me a glass or something and just chill, enjoy myself. Yeah, see, Dad, that's the difference between me and you, boring. man. We're going to go have fun. And it dawned on me. That was boring to them, huh? Yeah, that was just boring. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually at that point in my life where I like to do stuff that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not in the fun-seeking business mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> Good and Because grown. I've Good. learned something, man. When you go have fun, you have to go do something. But you know what I told my sons? I said, man, y'all be careful with that fun thing. They said, Dad, why are you saying that? I said, because every time I went somewhere or I did something to have some fun, mm-hmm. I stayed just a little bit too long. Mm. Uh-huh. And every place you go to where you stay a little bit too long, fun is actually an acronym. F-U-N for what? For it stands for blanked up now. Oh. <laughs> wow. See, really? fun is an acronym that stands for effed up now. Mm-hmm. Because if you, wherever you go to have fun, if it's the club, a party, a house party, a backyard event, if you stay too long, that's when it get effed up now. Mm. If you go out on the strip in Vegas and you out there too many hours, you at that three o'clock run where they circling in them cars mm-hmm. on the motorcycles. Yeah. Y'all having fun? Hold on. About to get effed up now. Mm. See, go to a that. club. 
You know, there's an hour at the club where you can have a nice time and go home. But if you stay there till that liquor fully set in and they cut that light on and you still in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See that fun right there? Mm-hmm. Finna get effed up now. <laughs> and that's what fun really stands for. Well, you just took the fun out of the out of fun. <laughs> because if be you stay miserable. too long, but listen to me, really. I mean, act your grown self. If you stay too long at the fun event, if you stay too long, it ain't gonna be fun no more. There's a cutoff point to fun, is what I'm trying to teach my son. Go to the party, man. Around 12:30, quarter to one, start mm-hmm. making a move. Yeah, just man. get on out. Okay. They'll start happening. Yeah. <laughs> that so now. Started. I thought that's when the fun started. We didn't get when to the club till 11.30. Yeah. <laughs> so now what I'm talking to is a bunch of irrational ass. Yes. Adults. I don't yes. know what I thought. You know we like to have fun. <laughs> and we're parents. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, Steve? We can't have fun. We can't have fun. Vegas on the fight. Fun is blanked up now. What? If you stay too long. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm letting you know now, though. Okay, Shirley, is it fun if you sit in the club at 2 in the morning and they start shooting? Uh, no. No, it's not fun. No. F'd up now. Y'all talking about shooting? Yeah. That's what he was talking about. I know. What? F'd up now. So we can't go get a drink? We can't kick it. No, nah, because stay in your amusement park till till it closed. Stay, stay out there. Don't go out of your room. At the amusement park. Order no. in. It's just the roller coaster just shut down when it closed. That's all. What, just, are you, that's all. what are you getting all dressed up for? <laughs> to go out. I'm not going to have no fun. I'm going to be miserable. But you know the cool thing about this, my sons have repeated this lesson back to me several times. Well, oh, Dad, you sure get it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so I'm glad my kids are listening because these irrational, simple-minded <laughs> ass adults. <laughs> <show right here. laughs> yeah. Don't get mad. Obviously, <laughs> didn't have good ass parenting. So. <laughs> my parent was great. <laughs> you just come bail us out of jail. Yeah, if you need it. yeah. Oh, and oh. get us a good And get us a good attorney. <laughs> right when you see us calling you. Oh, you can ask Tommy if that's gonna happen. <laughs> Did that happen to you? What? I did it happen. <laughs> did he bail you out? No. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He let you stay. Jeff for fighting. He ain't gonna come. It's no always that ain't fighting. the phone call you didn't want to make. He ain't. Oh, you always going something, doing something. <sighs> that fun yeah. speech was for ye. Yeah. <laughs> How much you in jail for a fight? What 10-year-old whooped your ass? <laughs> All right, coming up right after this on this fun show. Is it? <laughs> uh, nephew Tommy's run that prank back. Yeah! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our headlines for today, our national news. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. <laughs> Facebook bandit. <laughs> picture it picture with like uh, cross your eyes uh-huh. and tied in the back. Like mm. a black man? Yeah, like a black man. Facebook <laughs> bandit. Like the Hamburglar? Hamburglar. <laughs> it's the Facebook bandit. Dog. Say it with me. Dog. Facebook bandit. Dog, don't even look at me when you say it. 
Facebook Bandit. No. Run it, cat. Yeah, Facebook yeah. Bandit. Fitting all on me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Maurice. Yeah, this is Maurice. How you doing, man? My name is Dorsey. I'm trying to reach out to you. Uh, you you're on Facebook quite a bit. Am I am I right? I mean, I'm on the computer a lot, man. That's what I do. Okay. Um, my wife, for some reason, man, um, it seems that you've been having a lot of back and forth on Facebook with my wife, Denise. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, um, you know, at first it was kind of cute or whatever. You know, I'm seeing your name on the wall all the time. And you keep in my wife back and forth. And I'm you like, mean, you mean IMing instant message? That's what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. So my thing is, what what is all this here with um with you and Denise? You know, okay, you make these little, uh, you make yo, these yo, little yo, 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 yo. What you say your name was? My name Dorsey. Okay, Dorsey. Check this out, man. I got over fourteen hundred plus friends on Facebook. I don't know who your wife is. Okay. I I, okay. I don't I don't recall. I am in though Denise right now, and hey. I don't know who she is, man. I think okay, you got well, the wrong. Let me ask too. you this. Let me, let me let me let me bring it to you so we can refresh your memory. Because you're constantly asking her about how things used to be. Uh, remember when we did this? Remember when we did that? You know, it's a whole lot of remember this and that. And and you asking her, you know, about hooking up uh, whenever she got time. Okay. See, I don't even do that, man. I don't even do that. I don't do that, man. I got too much to lose. I don't do nothing like that, man. You know, okay. I could, I could, I could have over thirty out of fourteen hundred friends, man. I could have over thirty Denises on there, man. Okay, well, I tell you what, man. Are you telling all the Denises that you want to hook up with them? Are you telling all the Denises, remember this, remember that? I ain't telling nobody nothing, man. Look, I try to live my life as peaceful as possible, man. I, I'm not on that, okay? So I. I you know, Darius, whatever your name is, man. I- the name is Dorsey. And let me explain something to you, man. I didn't seen pictures, brother, of uh, high school pictures of, of you and a group on the uh, on the site. So I know exactly what you look like, okay? You say me and who? I didn't seen a group of you all that went to high school together. And evidently, you know, you one of these guys. So I'm, I'm going to figure out exactly which one you are. So what, I was tagged on a photo or something like that? However you want to call it. I don't know much about the damn shit. All I'm letting you know is that I got a problem with you, Maurice, hitting my wife up trying to see about can she get out with you, can she do this, can she do okay, that. look, 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 Darius, Darius, you need hey, to go man, check it's your... Dorsey, man. It's Dorsey. I don't give a what your name is, man. First of all, I'm on the toilet, and you calling me early in the morning when I already got... Look, I'm peaceful, man. I, I don't even cuss no more, man. You done got me out of my out of my zone, man. Look, I don't know who your wife is. I don't be on Facebook like that. It stay up in the corner while I'm on a computer doing other shit. My wife so it looks like I'm Denise. on here. You understand me? My wife is Denise. You talking to Dorsey. You understand me? Now let me tell you something. If I see your on the wall, if I see you I in and my wife, it's gonna be some Maurice. You don't even know where I live, dude. Oh, Look, don't I don't know who that. you. I will find that. If I found your number, don't think I won't find it. You find my right? You right? You right? You do got my number. How the hell did you get my number? Don't worry about that. You're gonna be saying that when I get on your front doorstep. How the hell you find my address? Yeah, you come to my door and see what's gonna happen, man. And when I you leave, you're gonna, gonna be saying, "Why the hell did you whoop my?" That's what you're gonna I be saying. I got you. I got you. Come on. Hello? Now, I'm going to say this one more time, and I'm going to say it clear. Maurice, 
if I see your name on my computer dealing with my wife Denise again, I'm coming to your house and I'm whooping your ass. Okay, look, look, Darius, I'm honest. You listen, man, it's Dorsey, man. Dorsey, I'm, I'm, I apologize. Dorsey, look, man, I feel for you. You know, I, I you know, it, it seems like your wife is on the computer a lot. Hey, she, she, I am in people, whatever. But I'm the wrong cat to talk to, man. You need to talk to your wife, man. You know, y'all need to settle that, man. Maybe y'all need to go to church, man, talk to the pastor or something. But I'm the wrong cat, man. All right, I'm going to tell you something, man. You keep talking about you feel for me, you understand. Let me tell you something. I feel for you. If I see your on my wife's computer one more time, if I see a baby picture, a high school picture, a high school sweetheart picture, I don't give a if you played football or ran track. If I see any picture, anything dealing with your name, Maurice, on my wife's computer, I'm kicking your Wow. 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 You know what, man? <laughs> I don't give a who you is, Darius, whoever the I can't even remember what the your name is, man. Do not call my house no more. I don't know who your wife is. And you know what? My address is trail, man. You come on down here, Decatur, Georgia. You come. Man, I'm saying to you, get your I gave computer. you a chance to talk. I told you where I live at. Now you bring your to my door and you see what happens. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Man, you ain't got to say stuff to me, man. Yes, I do, Maurice. Before I get in my car and head over there, I got one more thing I want to say. Is you listening? I'm hanging up. Are you listening to me? What the f you got to say? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Chris. <laughs> Wait, Hello? Man. Wait, you say who? Who? <laughs> this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Chris got me to prank phone call you, dog. Boy. <laughs> Wait till I call Chris, man. Oh, I don't believe it, man. For real, man. Man, you gonna make me close my Facebook account, man. <laughs> wow. Let me ask you, man. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> there it is. The Facebook Bandit. <laughs> Facebook bandit. Say it all like that. I don't know why he said. Uh-huh. Facebook bandit. I like it. That's now all. you got into I, it. I just yeah, want really to the corny. Yeah. It's a little Facebook <laughs> bandit no spirit. Idea. That's all. <laughs> and Junior, you over there participating. Yeah. yeah, I just went on in there. Yeah. I don't know why I went in there. You know what I've been wanting to ask you on? How have oh, I? Oh, so the mentoring begins. I was gonna say how, that's right. part of it. how have I inspired you? <laughs> Speak Man. on it. <laughs> How much time do we have for th- Oh, it shouldn't take long. Because you got to be some sort of inspiration, huh, nephew? Oh, yes, he has. <laughs> and let me share this with you. Come on. You've inspired me, Tommy, in ways that I don't think that you could possibly know. Speak on it. Speak on it, man. I got my chest out right now, boy. Come on. Make me proud. Get it out. Okay, come on. What I done done, man? I, I know I didn't. Your done. ignorance <laughs> has caused me to pursue some form of intelligence. Because of your level of ignorance, it has caused me to at least try to have some form of intelligence in my life. Because I've seen what can happen when you just let uh, ignorance permeate throughout your life. Come on, boy. Talk to me. And it's ugly. Talk to me. Come on, man. Let me know what stupid do. Come on, man. (laughs) The fact that you don't know when to shut up. 
Oh, wait a minute now. You're going the wrong has way. caused me to be quiet more times and more often than <laughs> I would have normally. Mm. All right, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to let that yeah. marinate with you, I don't want it to marinate. resonate with you. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here with our national news and the latest from the White House. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, this is getting really interesting now. According to the Washington Post, Special Counsel Robert Mueller wants to interview President Donald Trump in the next few weeks. Mm. Mm. About why, this is why, about why he decided to fire National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and FBI Director James Comey. This suggests that Mueller wants to find out what led up to Trump firing Comey and Flynn and that investigators are looking at possible plans by Trump and others to derail Mueller's investigation. The news comes after it was revealed that Attorney General Jeff Sessions was questioned for several hours by Mueller's team, which is significant because he's the only member of Trump's cabinet to be interviewed in the investigation so far. First sessions in the hot seat, and now possibly Mr. Trump, who uh, just a little while ago said, you know, he would be happy to go and sit with them and talk to him. Remember, he said yeah. that. Uh, mm-hmm. As we know, Trump has already said there's no collusion. Uh, he's just going to say there's no more fake news. This is more fake news, I should say, is what the president will probably end up saying. But he said that he would go and talk to Mueller, but now I think he's backing away from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not about collusion. It's about the Russians meddling in the, in the election. election. That's what it's yeah. about. It, it's going to be about a little bit more than that when they dig it up, and that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. They've got Flynn, who is cooperating, mm-hmm. and he's now down to one count. So that means Flynn has given them some information. This is going to be, it's, it's going to do something. If you don't think they're concerned at the White House, you're sadly mistaken, because they have to be. If you don't think they want to fire Robert Mueller right now, you're sadly well, mistaken. if you fire him now, it's, it's <laughs> catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. They want to, though. You know they do. And but they can. And the FBI director, everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now, Steve, what do you think uh, also, too, about... Trump talking about no wall, no DACA deal. What? Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. To me, you know what? That's ridiculous. Now he's saying if there's no wall, no DACA. Mm. What does the wall have to do with these kids who were bought here, who are in school, who are have jobs, who are paying taxes, who are really valuable citizens of this country? What does, if you don't get your funding for the wall, you're going to send all them kids back? But you said All Mexico. those people back? You said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Now you want us to pay for the wall. But listen to me. That's just another lie. And mm-hmm. But his base hangs on to him like he's mm-hmm. just the most solid. you got to give him a chance. He said, and Mexico's going to pay for the wall. And what did Mexico, Mexico say? Mexico said, we not paying a, for a blankety-blank thing. Yeah, yeah he did say blankety-blank uh-huh. wall. He, he said, say it. He said so, it in English and Spanish. <laughs> he was bilingual with right. Junior. Yeah. But if you, it, it doesn't matter. Now you're saying if you don't fund the wall, there will be no DACA. How can you put that on the table, man? One has absolutely nothing to do with the other. 
nothing. Now, they've spun it to make it sound like it does. Because if we don't get these immigration laws, our borders secured, then they throw in make our military strong, which we are the strongest military in the world. If we don't get these borders secured and we don't get rid of this lottery and we don't get this immigration uh, chain link thing together, then we're just going to repeat this in years to come. No, you won't. Mm -hmm. You have to give these people a chance who have come here to stay here and finish out their life as credible citizens and people. Yeah. It, it, that's horrible right. to say, you don't give me the wall, ain't no DACA. Yeah. That's horrible. All right, Steve, let's introduce Miss Ann with today's headlines, please. All right, ladies and gentlemen, more intelligent view, I'm sure, the lovely Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> I don't know about that. Good morning, everyone. This is Ann Tripp with the news, but I do have to tell you a few things. Former USA Gymnastics and Michigan State University Dr. Larry Nasser has been sentenced to between 40 and 175 years in prison. That's right. Nasser convicted of sexually assaulting the young women he was supposed to be treating for injuries. More than 150 women and girls, among them some Olympic athletes, told the court that they went to Nasser to be healed, but instead they were sexually abused. And Judge Rosemary Aquilina made it clear that she doesn't ever want to see this guy in the street again. I've just signed your death warrant. That's what she said. If you didn't hear, she said, I've just signed your death warrant. Larry Nasser had already been sentenced to 60 years behind bars for possessing child porn, and he faces another sentencing on abuse charges in another Michigan county. President Trump is now in Switzerland for the World Economic Forum. Early this week, the president imposed steep tariffs on certain imports, which raised alarms among some of the other economic powers. But White House spokesperson Sarah Sanders says that, in, well, in his scheduled speech, which is for tomorrow, that Trump will deliver the goods. The president is very much looking forward to delivering the message to the world that America is open for business and that there is no better time in history to invest and create jobs here in the United States. Trump has been critical, you know, of current trade pacts like NAFTA, warning that he intends to renegotiate them in the U.S.'s interest. By the way, President Trump's first year on the, on the job approval rating is a whopping 10 percentage points lower than any of his predecessors. The pollsters at Gallup say that Trump's job approval rating after his first year comes in at 38.4 percent compared to ex-President Obama's, which was 57.2 percent. By the way, he also is the uh, falls within the, the 10 top worst presidential job approval ratings since the polling company started charting in 1945. <laughs> he lost a lot of people this week, including South African trumpeter Hugh Masekela, and now actress Olivia Cole, who won an Emmy for her role as the wife of Ben Vereen's character in Chicken George. Olivia Cole died at her home in Mexico at age 75. ABC reportedly ordering a renewed version of the 1974 black female comma Get Christy Love. Teresa Gray's play, the original CIA agent, word is the new one, will be played by Canadian-born and Minnesota-raised Kylie Bunbury of Under the Dome. You're under arrest, sugar. That's what she used to say. Eugene the Butterfly, 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time. Please introduce the Butterfly, Eugene. Today. Ladies and gentlemen, Eugene. <clears throat> butterfly? Good morning, everyone. Shirley, Carla. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Good morning. Ready. Flutter, flutter. No, my voice is very well. Good morning. Um, <laughs> Shirley, Carla, Junior, Tommy, um, Stephen. Morning, butterfly. Flap on, flap on, brother. Oh my God! Today is really a very good day. It is um, it's not set in stone, but I I just want to let you all know that I'm working on. <sighs> I'm it? working on my one man show at the iHeart Theater in L.A. Um, I want to know if you all need any VIP tickets. 
to come watch me. Well, but you're just working on it. I mean, I'm just starting. It's yeah. going to be a one hour, one man show. And I'm going to get hey, dog, a dog, 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 Ooh, I'm not your dog. You I'm not your dog. Booked. He hates it when you call him dogs. Okay, well, you're going you to hate it when ain't nobody there. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't, you We're going to come even, and support you, bro. No, surely. He don't even have the show yeah. written yet. But, I, but I'm Let a, alone but, you haven't booked the theater. But I'm getting ready Why to. Why are you asking people do they want VIP because, tickets? Because All got, your tickets are going to be available. No, they're gonna, <laughs> no, I'm going to sell it out. And I want Tommy and to Junior to open up for me. That's what I want. And then I'm going to come wow. out and do what? What? You didn't want Steve to open up for Oh, me? Lord, no. Because he's going to come out and talk about me before I come out. And I don't want it. I want somebody <laughs> that's going to be uplifting. Somebody that's going to give me, you know, what I need. You but think it, I'm going to be uplifting? Well, I want you to just do your show that you do. That's all oh, I want okay. you to do. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Yeah, don't say nothing about me. I'm going to bring. I have to. I have to acknowledge the moment. <laughs> well, <laughs> how much are you paying Junior to open for you? Well, Junior and I haven't discussed that, nor Tommy either. So. I well, how to... much are you offering? Um. I was thinking like four fifty. Four hundred and fifty dollars? Uh-huh. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, say it again. What did you just say? <laughs> I I'm offering you and Junior four hundred and fifty dollars a piece. What are, what are you doing for Tommy? They'll take it. He's, no, he's no, 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 the hell I won't. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna I'm take my four fifty because I really want to be up there to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, what's the show about? I mean, Plenty tell us something. Check. Yeah. Well, this is called um. What have I called it? You know what? I called it Butterfly Blues. And, okay. and basically, you know, it's drama, comedy. You know, it's kind of like when Whoopi Goldberg did her stand-up. Okay. You know, Why I mean, don't you name one it after show. the burger sponsor and get them to sponsor you? What burger sponsor? in and out <laughs> That was... I'm trying to come back from this. Listen. Ah! I'm just gonna stick. It's butterfly blues, huh. and I'm gonna be there. Anyway, it's the ups and downs of what I've gone through, you know. And I'm still writing everything. I was going to say, when oh, do you write? Have you been writing this? I, I've wow. been writing a lot, but you know, like butterfly blues is gonna be a really, really, really good oh, show man. to come and see. All right, but well, we're gonna support you when you have it all yeah, together. What butterfly, butterfly has ever had the blues? We gotta I go. I know. Doing right? the caterpillar stages, boy. Uh, coming up after the break, uh, at 34 after the hour, couples are still keeping financial secrets. We'll talk oh, about yes, that. Oh, yes, they are. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, wow. Couples are still keeping financial secrets. Uh, while it's always important to be open and honest in relationships, I mean, you know, of course you should be. You and Nesto keeping secrets? Huh? Financial secrets? Mm-hmm. Huh? No, man. Don't ask nothing about Nesto. Just said, ask huh? her. <laughs> Are you keeping secrets, sir? Ain't no way you buy all them shoes. And I mean, seriously, it's a couple of bags that he doesn't know about. In the yeah, what you hesitant for? That's all. Well, I mean, because we on the radio. Yeah. Oh, on the air. I I don't tell him everything about my shoes. And what else? That's it. Mainly about shoes. I saw some new clothes yesterday. No, you didn't. How you know what she got is new? No, you didn't. You mean what I had on yesterday? Yeah. The gray suit, gray and the gray boots, all that. You just got here. (laughs) All right. It seems there are a lot of people uh, keeping secrets from their significant others, especially when it comes to money. A new poll from CreditCards.com finds that 23% of people in relationships say they have a hidden bank account from a partner slash spouse. In fact, is that true, Tommy? Since you're over here in my business, what you, you have about? a hidden. You heard me. 
a hidden bank account? Somewhere? Allegedly. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Don't use my word. Use your word, Carla. <laughs> Don't use it. Uh-huh. Okay. In fact, 31% of those in relationships say keeping a credit card, checking your savings account, hidden from your mate is worse than physically cheating. Really? So, Steve, I gotta ask you this. No, you, it's not. I, yeah, I, I don't. That I don't. I've cheated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think about cheating. <laughs> I cheat. <laughs> All right, Steve, are you honest? I have to ask you this question: Are you honest with your spouse, with Marjorie, when I mean, it comes? I'm honest, but I got some money somewhere. When it comes uh, to money, <laughs> yeah. When it comes to money, yeah. Um, well, as I mean, cost- I'm honest, but I got some money somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. All you right. Know, she ain't hurting for nothing. Mm-hmm. Anything she needs, she gets. She got her own money. Mm-hmm. But I got some money somewhere. So so then let me ask you this. Do you think keeping financial secrets is worse than cheating? Hell no. Mm-mm. It I, ain't even in the same. You can forgive somebody about some money. Hello. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think there's any yeah. comparison. But cheating, though, yeah. Nick? it's hard to forgive cheating. You <laughs> yeah. can forgive money. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Let me explain something to you. I forgive my wife weekly. <laughs> about money. Yes. My wife don't stay on a budget. Uh-huh. She got a budget. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't know what happens to this beautifully intelligent woman that I'm married to. She does not have the ability to add and subtract when it comes to the budget. I bet my wife wish up wish she had your wife budget. Steve, it's just sometimes shoes, does. you just can't Your wife probably them. wish she <laughs> What? You was going to say something uh-huh. ignorant, Wow. Yeah, I was going to say something real ignorant, man. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you censored that. yourself. Appreciate no, I caught myself because, yeah. you know, this is man's wife. It was a joke, but that wasn't going to go good. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. censor yourself, that means a lot. <clears throat> yeah, because I'm smart was, when it comes to that. It means it was going to be crazy <laughs> what you were going to say. Yay. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, I don't think financial secrets are worse than cheating. No, no. No, it can't be. Financial secrets from your spouse is not as bad as cheating. I don't think that's the same category. A woman will forgive you for spending some money. You'll forgive a woman for spending some money. Mm-hmm. We we do that all the time. Yeah. You know how many couples get in arguments about money? You can survive yeah. that. Yeah. What you're not going to survive is you done took that cookie across town and crumbled it up in somebody else's milk. That's what ain't going to happen. Ooh. Wow. That's not going to happen. That's not how to cook. Although I I know some real heated arguments over money, though, that almost take you there. Like a government shutdown. Yeah, I mean, seriously. (laughs) Real heated arguments over some money. (laughs) (laughs) For a long time. Isn't it, too, though? Isn't the article saying, too, it's one thing about spending money, what you're saying, Steve. You're spending money and you don't tell your spouse. But when you're keeping, you. You have a whole nother account, and you've kept money from that spouse. Well, yeah, I got that. Yeah, should you have your own money too, as well as money with? I want her to have her own. Yeah, absolutely. All right. uh, Wow. Just come out of her lounge. Now, if you tell me, has a prank phone call coming up right after this? She don't like her. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after uh, today's strawberry letter. But up next is the nephew right here with today's prank phone call. Drug test. Huh? Mm-hmm. A lot of people just hit their brakes yeah. in the car. Yeah. A lot of people just hit their brakes. Drug test. Not today. <laughs> he said not today. That's how they be. Uh, I need some cranberry juice. Because, <laughs> you know, corporate, it'd be random. Drug test. Can you come down here, please? 
Drug test, phone call. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a fake please. This is she. Hello, uh, this is Officer Rogers from the uh, probation department. Yes, sir. Listen now, um, you have been uh, on probation for a little over a year now. Am I right, Faye? Yes, sir. You're correct. Now, you're supposed to be serving two years probation? Two. All right. Now, I'm giving you a call. Actually, uh, I'm bringing you a bit of bad news, and I, I hate to do this, but you you came in, Faye, a couple uh, couple weeks ago and did a, did a uh, drug test. Am I right? Uh-huh. I sure did. I did. All right. Now... Faye, I don't. I hate to bring bring you some bad news, but the actual drug test that you took has come back positive. Oh, you a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you came in a couple weeks ago. You took a drug test. This drug test has actually come in positive. Now what I want to say to you is this: You're gonna have to actually. No, sir. My test wasn't positive. You got yes. the wrong person. Hold on a second. I either need you to to come in to me, or I don't, and I don't want to save the embarrassment of having to send the car out to pick you up. Now, I don't give a damn what embarrassment you're talking about, sir. I gave you some, and my was good. Oh, ma'am, right now you I got you a. Po- I, you have a positive drug test. You have you 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 come up positive, ma'am. Now you're gonna did have to actually. Did they use your? Did they use your? Did they use mine? We used the one that you brought us. Now must have, here, must have been the wrong one. Couldn't have been. Ma'am, been, sir. Le- I'm sorry, sir, but I wouldn't have gave you no bad urine. It just wasn't me. Ma'am, now, I don't want to have a... Back to jail. I don't even know why you would call me with this nonsense. I got Ma'am. children. I'm trying to do right. I don't know why you would call me. I wouldn't have gave you no bad That's not me. You said lie. Ma'am, you listen. Lie. You actually have to come in and do another three months now. Oh, sir, y'all can come pick me up. I can tell you right now. I can in your hand if you want me to. Ma'am, your your urine has come back positive of drugs. Now I don't I don't know any other way to explain it to you. You've been actually evidently using drugs again. Sir, I'm trying to tell you I don't use no drugs. I've been clean for a year and some months now. You got the wrong. That's not my. Now, How do you I'm telling you that? How do you know it's not yours, ma'am? It's, it's got your name on the lid, everything. You have come back positive. Well, evidently, you put your name on it because that ain't my And I would have came back. My would have came back good. You can't call me and tell me I gave you some bad Can't ma'am. call me and tell me that. That's a negative, L- sir. That's a double negative. It's not a double negative. It's a double positive. You've actually come back positive. Faye is written here on the actual cup. Maybe you have more than one Faye. No. No, we don't have more than one fate. You're the only fate. I've actually double-checked that myself. You need to either come in or we're going to have to come out and haul your behind in here. Well, I need you to come right now because I got the right now. Come right now. Come on. Are you trying to tell me that if I come and pick you up and take your urine now, your urine is going to come up negative? Is that what you're saying? I'm telling you that. My, you're double positive with that. My urine is going to come up negative. <sighs> Ma'am. I, I hate to, I, I, I don't want to come out, haul you in in front of your family, but you're actually going to be coming in and you're going to do three months. That's all I can tell you. I don't you're gonna... have confidence, sir. You got the wrong say, I don't know. You got the wrong It's one of the two. Might be both. You got the wrong You got the wrong say. I'm letting you. No positive I ain't had no positive I'm trying to tell you, I got kids. I mean, I, I ain't had no positive Listen, ma'am, I'm telling you one more time. You either want to come in or want me to come and get you. Which one? 
Let me tell you what I want you to do. I want you to find out who the you have. Because that ain't my Don't call me no more and tell me nothing about you got some, some that that is not good. I gave you some good How many times I got the for y'all? Y'all keep picking up people, falsely accusing folks. Y'all had me saying some Miss my children. Now I'm hot. I've been giving you good and you still want to with me. I'm tired. I ain't giving you no bad. Don't call me no more with no like that. And where is my probation officer? You say your name is what? My name is Officer Rogers. Sir, I don't know Officer Rogers. Like I said, you might be the reason why the came back positive. You might be the reason. I need to speak with Mr. Williams. That's my probation officer. Officer no, I have clean at all times. Mr. Rogers, you shouldn't be calling me. I should be calling you because I'm going to, evidently, I'm going to have to come down and haul your behind in myself. Well, you can bring your home. And when you come, you bring Mr. Rogers with you. He'll let you know I don't have no positive. You can come to my job. I got, I, you got, you know what? There's one more, there's one more thing that I need to. Bring your home. Come on right now. Come on. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening to me? What is it, sir? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, <laughs> Allen. I know one thing. Y'all play too much. <laughs> Y'all play too much. You said, that <laughs> whooping. I was coming to get him, Mr. Rogers. She going to get that <laughs> whooping. Say so you all right? No, no positive. <laughs> get the hell out of me. Had me thinking I was doing drugs and didn't know about it. Somebody please tell them nothing I know. I'm going to need y'all not to play with people like that. Okay. But you all right? Hell no, I'm nervous as hell. It's, it's your sister, she put me up to it, baby. Well, when you ever see her, you see what she looks like, I'm going to beat the hell out of her. <laughs> I got one more question for you, baby. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Pretty rough, ain't it? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Get tense, don't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know it. I know it. I know it. Drug test. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the prank for the day. Matter of fact, go to thomasmiles.com. It's time to get the pranking at 28. Thomasmiles.com. I yeah. like that. Thomasmiles.com. That's it's pretty catchy there. You know, that's your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's M-I-L-E-S. M-I-L-E-S. You know, that's your name. Pretty catchy. That's your name. <laughs> Thomasmiles.com. You want me to prank somebody, your pastor, your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your so best Tommy, friend. So, yes. are you getting away from Nephew Tommy? Yeah, well, you know, I still like Nephew Tommy, you know, but, you know, I'm both of them. I'm Thomas Miles and I'm Nephew Tommy. Why'd you ask him that, Steve? I, I mean, still own Because you have, want him to? Or I still what? have both sides. No, 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 no. I'm just asking because I'm, you know, as we get into the mentoring. You know, close to this mentoring, uh-huh. I'll have some basic information. Mm-hmm. He ain't got the basic information? I got all the basic information. He does ain't. Well, Steve, well, you want to see what you're working with? What, yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't have oh, so We're not meeting. nephew Tommy no more if we're trying to slide that. more towards Thomas Miles. Then when he's telling me his aspirations, goals, and things, then I'll know it, you know. Oh, I, I, I don't want you to lose nephew Tommy. I'm not going to lose him. But can I tell you I'll a couple of things I'm going to need from you, Tommy? Okay, here we go. Pen and paper. Go ahead. No, no, no. This is real simple. Okay. And this is for anybody. If you sit down with anybody and you want advice, financial advice from a mentor or something like that or mm-hmm. career advice, a few things you should be able to share right off the top. Your long-range goals, what you're ultimately shooting for, 
your mid-range goals, your short-term goals. Mid-range is two to five years. Long-range goals is what you want over the course of your life. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you want short-term goals, what you want to happen within the next year. And, of course, there's some immediate things that you're working on that you want to have come to fruition. You should be able to answer those questions. Okay. That's a great start right there. That's a good start. Yeah, that's a great start. Like so that. when we come back, can I ask you a no, couple No, we're going to do the strawberry letter when we come back. Okay, yeah. but we have a little bit of time. Yeah, he but doesn't want you start. to mentor but him. But you can't give me no homework and then ask me the homework two minutes gonna, later. Coming I'm up not, at the top of the hour, today's strawberry letter. This and, relationship ain't going to work. And then we're going to talk <laughs> about the big Oscar snub, too. And uh, Erica Badu is in the news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. He wasn't no Michelangelo. See, listening to Tommy. Mm-hmm. Let's get Explain to the away anything <laughs> makes it even more interesting. Let's get to the letter, nephew. Come That's on. where I'm struggling. Well, don't nobody want to see the pictures? Can we get to the letter? Hello? Are you listening? Paintings. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, here we go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, I have tried, but I'm not being satisfied. Dear Steve and Miss Strawberry, I have been dating my boyfriend for over a year, and I love him so much. We hardly ever argue or fight because we live an hour away from each other. So when we are together, we make the best of our time. We do everything together except one big thing. When we do see each other, I always find a way to avoid having sex with him. He is very handsome, but when it comes to the bedroom, he just doesn't have it. I hardly ever get in the mood with him. He doesn't complain much, but I can tell he gets frustrated. Sometimes I just lie there and fake moan and lie about how good he is in bed. He said it makes him feel good when I give him feedback. I feel bad for saying this, but he is lacking in the packing. I blame Steve because I waited for six Wait, months. Uh, you, it's right there <laughs> in bold print. I blame Steve because I waited for six months before we were intimate just to later find out that the sex is bad. I often find myself thinking of a man from my past while I'm intimate with my boyfriend. His friends have been giving me hints that he is going to propose to me soon. So I just want to know what can I do to make our bedroom life better so I can marry this good man and live happily ever after. Is this even possible? Please help. I don't want to deal with this every night. Okay. <laughs> ha! <laughs> you pretty much answered your own letter your your own letter when you said I don't want to deal with this every night. Uh happily ever after. I I mean, yeah, that's possible in fairy tales and this is real life. This is not a fairy tale. Uh you know, I, I don't want you to marry this man just out of obligation or just because he asks you. You have to marry him because you love him and you guys think you can make a future together and have a great life together, not because of some obligation you feel toward him. Uh, you says he's very. You say he's very handsome, but when it comes to the bedroom, he doesn't have it. Uh, you waited for six months. You blame that on Steve, and Steve is going to speak to that. Trust me. But you lie to him. To make him feel good. What about your feelings? Why can't you tell him in a nice way how what you need in this relationship if you're going to marry him? Steve, we kind of ran out of time, but you want to say something in the 30 seconds we have left? She's mad at you. <laughs> Go ahead. 
you mad at her? Because she mentioned your name. What the hell you blaming Steve for? Hold on, wait a minute. I knew it. I knew it. What you blaming Steve for? Because you made her wait, she says. Six months, huh? You know, ain't nobody told you what to wait on. <laughs> I, You know, I'll get to that in a second. I've tried, but I'm not being satisfied. You know, how many letters we get from women who just upset because they dude ain't packing. He ain't bringing. He ain't slanging. He don't make me feel like I want to feel. He want more. I don't want more. You know how many times we've had this letter? Huh? Yeah. Shirley? Uh, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, what? Yes. What are you doing while yes. I'm doing <laughs> See, I be paying attention to you. No, you ain't going to drift off while I'm doing this. I'm sorry I did. You know, you know but you're going to do it like I'm the dude in the letter. <laughs> <laughs> you just bored now. I know. You just off trying to occupy your mind with your ex. <laughs> you all on Instagram. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm focused, Steve. I'm focused. Been dating for over a year, and you just love him so much. Mm-hmm. They don't ever argue or fight because they live an hour away from each other. So when we get together, they just make the best of their time. We do everything together except one big thing. When we do see each other. I always find a way to avoid having sex with him. He's very handsome, but when it comes to the bedroom, he just don't have it. Well, I think one of the reasons he ain't having it is because you keep avoiding him. The man can't practice. You can't practice if you keep avoiding him. That could be one thing, but let's read deeper. Let's go. I hardly ever get in the mood with him. That's because he don't know nothing about foreplay. See, getting in the mood is foreplay. See, all this stuff y'all doing, going shopping and all this here, y'all need to be doing something that can work towards the culmination of the evening. Make your afternoons a little bit more special. He doesn't complain much, but I can tell he gets frustrated. Well, why is that? Because sometimes I just lay there and I fake moan and I lie about how good he is in bed. He said it makes it feel good when I give him feedback. I feel bad for saying this, but he's lacking in the packet. Fake moaning. Yeah. Well, see, you fake moaning. What are you mumbling he's, about? He say he feels good when he gets feedback. Stop lying to the man. Thank you. She's got to tell him. See, you are, uh, uh. He think he's really doing something. Oh, Lord. Change that to this hill. Mm. To what? Sucking her teeth? Yeah, do that one time. Like she's bored of her yeah. mind? <laughs> Why are he doing it? Paint your nails. Oh, God. <laughs> Reach over on the nightstand. Get some water. Check your emails. Text your mama. Right now. Call your girlfriend. That's how you yeah. let him know he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> he's on the phone while he's doing oh, Call no. your mama. <laughs> you going to church this Sunday? Yeah. Check your calendar. Paint your nails. Why are he doing it? Oh, man. <laughs> 
Wow. That'll crush his ego. Yeah, that'll hurt. Why are he doing it? Take that fitted sheet and fit it back on one of the corners. <laughs> they always come so, off? So she's up out of the bed now. You know, because that's when you really ain't doing it. She just got him to straight yes. in the bed. Just he while said, he in there, start making up the bed with him in it. Oh, my God. Take that fitted sheet put it back on that coat. That's the first thing that come up. <laughs> All right, Steve. I got uh, more who we Yeah, about. we're going to have part two of Steve's response <laughs> when we come back at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. I have tried, but I'm not being satisfied yeah, is the subject. you ain't being satisfied because homeboy ain't got it. Mm. He don't do what he supposed to do. Now, you all in here just laying there fake moaning. You lie about how good he is. I said, he said to make him feel good when he give him feedback. And I told you some stuff you can do. Uh, you say, but he's lacking in the packet. So, okay. Fix the then pack. the line right after that mm-hmm. is, I blame Steve. <laughs> Let's get to it, finally. <laughs> you, blame you. you blame you? I blame Steve. It's your fault. Because I waited six months uh-huh. before we were intimate mm. just to later find out that the sex is bad. Well, mm. waiting six months, six weeks, or six years ain't the reason the sex is bad. And it ain't because I told you to wait on it. You can't blame me. And you said. For little days. fella's inability to perform and what? bring the heat. Because if he knew me. You wouldn't be in this damn letter. <laughs> if he did what Uncle Steve did, this wouldn't even be a damn letter. You would be somewhere trying to catch your breath, pull yourself together. Really? You'd be somewhere calling in to work. <laughs> and you said 90 days, just to be clear. Not I don't give months. a damn. I put pressure on people. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Steve was in the pressure-bringing business. <laughs> Uh, oh, your eyes up in the back of your head somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I don't hurt nothing. Mm-hmm. I make all four of the corners come up off the sheet. <laughs> Fitted <laughs> sheets, all four of the corners. That, that's up. a lot of work. Now. But she's come still on. in there. She's not up fixing the bed, making the bed. Hell no. You in there trying to climb out. <laughs> <laughs> Escape. I have you looking like Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor when Dave Chappelle was cracking on his mama and he tried to climb out that booth. That's what I had you right, doing. Right, right. Yeah. I had you sitting in the barber chair spinning yourself around. Huh? That's what I was doing. I done actually had sparks coming off the sheet from where my toes were slipping off, getting traction. You don't understand me. Really? I blame Steve. If your man was me, you wouldn't have this damn letter. How do you I really you feel about yourself? Gnawing on the headboard somewhere. You got it going on, huh, Steve? Girl, Shirley. Uh... Shirley, listen to me, girl. You know what I'm doing here? You heard a lot of things about me on the internet, but you ain't ever heard that. He lacking. <laughs> that ain't been out there. They can't even put that out. <laughs> they know good and hell well. Uncle Steve ass is pregnant. Yeah. Uh... I have you somewhere. Tommy, I don't need no help from you. <laughs> what is he 
he doing? He's no, like fake moaning. Fake moaning. It's fake moaning. That's, he ain't doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, the thing is, he sounds like a man, so it don't sound good at all. <laughs> Somewhere, man, all the stuff I done done in my life. Yeah. I'm talking about you blame Steve. Could have yourself in a real relationship if you knew what I knew. <sighs> Somewhere looking for oh. water bottles. Looking for Be looking for water bottles. Why do you need? What's the water bottles for? Set up in here, just thirst. Dehydration. You don't even understand the stuff I'd have had. I'd had people bring lunch coolers. or igloo was set on side of bed. Igloo. I ain't trying to go nowhere. Just let me get. I'm no igloo. The little cooler. The cooler. The cooler. I done had him bring a cooler in there because I don't want to go nowhere. But just let him get a sandwich or something. Thought he was in Alaska. He talking about a snack. I know. Lord, Lord. You're going to be in here a few days. Woo. He ain't coming out. I don't need your help, Junior and Tommy. Uh, okay. Tell you no more about when I'm doing the strawberry night. <laughs> well, she's Take mad y'all at two you. little rookies, you two little rookies, <laughs> sit over here and learn yourself something. <laughs> so you can better do your, uh, what's your little segment, Junior? Um, truth uh, be Just in case. Yeah. The truth well, be told. Just in case. case. Well, well, okay, Steve, so what should she tell, what does she need to tell him to do? Get First of all, you can't marry him. Yeah. Small packages can't have love? Unless, well, tell us, Tommy. Do you I, hey, you? hey, no, Uh-oh. I'm not in that. <laughs> I'm not in there. You I'm just right asking. Well, well you the yeah, one who said a small packages can't get I'm love. I'm just asking like for this man. offending you. I'm talking about this man that's on no, this No, I'm page. just saying to Shirley, didn't it sound like he was offended? It sounded like it to me. He, did it sound like that to you, It's just Shirley? bad timing. Bad timing. Okay. That's well, what it sounded like say. you were speaking yeah. up yeah. for a certain yeah. group of people. Yeah. I would say that's right. So give him some advice, Steve, seriously now. Give who some advice? Both. Yeah, she needs to know what to tell. I mean, really. She's got to do something. You need to help your man get to this point because yeah. you are in love with him and he's a good dude. So you got to do some things. Yeah. Like, now, you might have to be one of them people, one of them women, you might have to get a suitcase. A, what do you mean? Is, is she going somewhere? No, that little trunk they keep under the bed, the one that's in the closet. Oh, oh the gadgets. Oh. Time to open it up. Oh, it's oh. the gadgets in oh. there? What's in there? She tripping And maybe for you real. have to have him. Uh-huh. Him be well versed in these gadgets oh he oh, got okay. to control everything see and then they gotta he, have you class. get what you want from him mm-hmm. what he get and he happy <laughs> it doesn't matter to him it's her he didn't write the letter she did no see he happy yeah so you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. See, some people need a lot of sound effects for their jokes. Didn't I just tell him I don't need no help? You, you said it. Right. Didn't it. I just say that? Yeah, you he said did the moaning you know sound. He don't now he revving up an engine. This is just how this mentoring thing mentoring. is going to go. Just like this. You're going to tell him something and he's not going to stop doing it. ain't listening. He's not going to listen. He's not going to listen. Uh-uh. He don't listen to me. Uh-uh. I listen to you. No, you don't. I do you, you listen to me, but you don't If do you what told I me say. to take $500,000 from Netflix, I'd take it. We're back on that. I'm sorry. Well, I hate I'm... to break it to you, but. <laughs> don't you, don't uh-uh, you, don't uh-uh, you. Don't, don't crush you him, crush Steve. me today. Don't crush him. This is not crush time and thirst. Don't crush him, Don't Steve. you do that. <laughs> you can't mentor and then crush. So okay. stop that. You can't mentor crush. Huh? <laughs> mentor <it>? crush. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up in about 10 minutes, Sister Odell 
is in the building. Howdy. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla is here. She's in the building with uh, Carla's reality update. But right now, yeah. our girl is here. The one and only Sister Odell. Ooh. Mallow. Mallow. Gracious. Goodness. Goodness and mercy. Hmm. Lord. Follows me all the days of my life. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. Morning. Good morning, morning, Sister morning. Odell. Mm-hmm. Hi, yeah. Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Hi, Tommy. Yes, ma'am. Sister Odell, good morning. Good boy. Good. Hi, Junior. Morning, Sister Odell. Mm. Voice is going back into the high-pitched notes, I noticed. <laughs> is it? Is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> But it's all right, though, Junior. Someone's going to love you the way. Plus, you're making a lot of money now, I understand. Mm-hmm. Is yes, you ma'am. having relations with that Mississippi girl? Ooh. Ooh. That's a little personal. Uh, no, no, ma'am, Sister Odell. I'd heard the radio. It sounded like y'all was fooling around. Oh, no, no, ma'am. We just. She made... makes your coffee in the morning? Yes, ma'am. That's because she wants you. <laughs> All right, Sister Odell. When a woman makes food for you, that means she wants you. <laughs> yes, thank you, Sister Odell. I don't know why the Mexican is still with Shirley, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's <is> not Mexican. <laughs> hmm. Well, what's going, what's going hello, Shirley. Well, hello, Sister Odell. Welcome mm. to the show. You said your husband ain't Mexican? No, ma'am. He's not Mexican. What's his name, Shirley? His name is Ernesto. Mm-hmm. That don't sound Mexican to you? <laughs> Williams. <laughs> Bring it back, huh, <laughs> hmm So what's going on, everyone? Well, Sister Odell, yeah. you know, just need some wisdom from you, and I wanted to ask you something. Um, Milo. You know, uh, Steve and Tommy... Uh, are going to do this mentoring sec- section. You don't have that. Uh, uh, this mentoring session. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Steve is a little hesitant because he says his nephew doesn't listen to him. Tommy wants to, mm-hmm. you know, go to the next level with his career and things like that. And he just wants to get some words of wisdom from a mentor, Steve, who's very successful. So mm-hmm. do you have any advice for Tommy. Well, you Tommy, you need to listen. You, I, yeah, I know what you're saying, Shirley, because I listen to your show, Thank and you. Tommy needs to learn how to listen. Do you mentor Steve? That's all it is. No, I don't mentor Steve. Oh. Steve is ahead of me. I thought you was older than him. I thought you might have I been. am older than him. I'll I give him some scriptures or something. Mm-hmm. But that boy a machine when it come to working. Mm-hmm. That, that See, is. one of the things you're going to have to learn how to do... do uh, learns you how to duplicate, Tommy. Is you gonna have to learn how to work like he do? Duplicate. What, what? What did you say? Duplicate. Do the same thing. Oh, that, okay. <laughs> okay. you gonna learn how to work like he do? Okay. Cause you don't, you don't do that. Okay. Well, I don't mind working. But you don't do that. I'm telling you. I know you don't mind. You don't mind getting a lot of money. But is you willing to do it though? Yes, ma'am. 
Yes, ma'am. That's the hard part. And then you need to listen before you make some of them ignorant decisions you okay, done okay, made. Okay. He told you not to work with that okay, girl, okay, didn't he? Okay, here we go. Now, let's just go there. You're not and my, you took you... yourself right on down there. Now, <laughs> she all over the news. Why is you doing that now, Sister <laughs> Odell? Stop don't that. You don't, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute, Tommy. You don't tell me what to say. Okay, well. I ain't never needed you to tell me okay, what to okay. say. My, my mentor is Steve. You're half-wit. Not, not listen, you. You're not my man. Okay, we'll, we'll change Steve this. Right Why here. did you even Sister ask Odell this, sir? I, I thought Sister Odell and her wisdom could help you, Tommy. But yeah. I, I, I mean, it's wisdom. I, but you angry. see right there how it cuts me off? He's not listening. He well, angry. let me ask you this, Sister Odell. You know the government uh, just shut down over the weekend. Don't try to change the subject. Well, I wanted to change it because it was getting a little heated. <laughs> yeah, it well, it's heated Sister because Odell. I told him not to go down there and work with that girl. Yes, now ma'am. look. Okay. Yes, Two times. <laughs> All right, so the government shut fix down. This I just, call. I just wanted to know. <laughs> no, you ain't going to fix nothing. I, I just wanted to know, have you ever shut down? When uh, I am there, now I am, won't everybody not watch? Okay, you I, ain't going to ask me about her? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> oh, well, I'm asking you about. These ain't hot topics, then, is uh, I'm asking you about the government <laughs> shutdown. Because <laughs> I have a question for you, too, <laughs> Sister Odell. I, so. I'm, yeah, I'm asking you about the government shutdown. Have you ever shut down? anything in your life you know i didn't had a government shut down uh-huh i didn't seen four churches shut down i was mm. here when the stock market shut down in 29 the great depression oh, wow okay. you just shut us down just now <laughs> when you said that yeah been here since 29. how'd you hear about it sister who ain't been here since 29. i'm old enough to be here since 29. Betty White in 96. That's my girl. Yes, she was born yes, in 1922. Yes, ma'am. She just had yes, a birthday ma'am. last week. Yeah. yeah. I'm 104. I'm older. Boy, I'm older than sliced bread. Sliced bread ain't come out to 1928. <laughs> when you wanted to make the sandwich when I was a baby, you just had to tear a hunk of bread off the loaf and mash the meat in it. <laughs> oh, speaking of your oh age, my God. Sister Odell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a question. This guy, Mr. Jack Reynolds, he is 105 years old. He's a British guy. Mm-hmm. And he credits his longevity with life. He drinks whiskey every day. He puts mm-hmm. whiskey. That's good for you. 105. Yeah, that'll mm-hmm. get you there. Do you a do glass that? of whiskey and a cigar. Cigar every day. You smoke cigars? But you don't smoke cigars, do you, Sister Odell? Steve do. Oh, oh, you keep oh, okay. mixing these characters. Steve, do ain't I'm him? <laughs> well, I ain't like Tommy. I know who who. <laughs> All right, Sister Odell, thank you so much. We got to get I out sure of here. I sure want you to bring me back and ask me some of these more relevant questions. Well, we won't be able to. Perhaps next week when you come and visit us. Wait, you ain't. Where's Carly at? She's yes, right here. Because Carly puts the shows together. Shirley, you don't book me. Well, yeah. Carla has to do her reality update. You know, so. whether I whether if I listen we to Carla, she can tell me. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, get ready, get ready, get ready. She is here, the one and only Carla Farrell with reality update. You got it okay, right. Okay, thank you, nephew. Sister Odell, are you here? You hanging around? Yeah, sweetie, thank you for asking me to sit in with you. That's off. Oh, That's why I like you, Carla. Because <laughs> yes, you a sweet girl. Oh, my pleasure. Unlike I'm you glad know you're who. Here. Uh, will you stop and be nice? Just be nice. I tries to be nice, but this heaven you so long. You're gone. Surely be nice. I was. Mad at me sitting have, up in here. We still have to what? move on with the show. 
I'm and you not talk mad about at you. And since you're married to the, uh, what's his name? His name is Ernesto, Sister mm-hmm. Odell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, DACA. The <laughs> mm-hmm. clapback is real. He's illegal, Sister Odell. Uh, he's not. We'll see how long he's here. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed your marriage. <laughs> You'll be back single again. We're all for that, Sister Odell. All right, crew. Mm-hmm. Let's get started. Sister Odell, I know you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. Here's the deal Portia organized a trip to Houston to help Hurricane Harvey victims. And Portia and her sister Lauren and her staff of her grandfather's charity, they sent a truckload of supplies and donations to Houston. And Portia, I have to give Portia a huge high five, bravos, kudos. Her, she did the doggone thing. Her family, the charity, they do, They fed about 2,000 yeah, people, distributed supplies mm-hmm. to oh, families man. of the storm. Mm-hmm. She's the related to Hosea? Yes, yes. ma'am. She's his granddaughter, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Child, that's good. I like little Potion. Potion's a cute little something. She going to get her, man. Of yeah, all of them, really she'll get one. Portia. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm very proud of her. And uh, Cynthia and her sister I think it's going to be her and Ricky Smiley. You, did you see them flirting? Did you mm-hmm. see them kind of I seen it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. seen it. It came on right after Bible study. Oh. You, you, right, you Rick? watching Real Housewives after Bible study? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> How does that go? Yeah, we get in about 1030. Okay, and you watch it on DVR, you record it, and then... On what? Mm-mm. You know, on, on demand or never something. Mind. Uh-huh. Never mind. Uh-huh. Never mind. Sister. Mine, mine is on the VCR. <laughs> you, you still have that? Mm-hmm. It works good. <laughs> Got a lot of tapes around the house, though. You do? What you going to do with all those tapes? I got to keep them, girl, if I want to keep up and watch them. You know, I might want to see something again. But it's hard because I ain't got labels on them. Well, you know we're in the digital world now. The you don't VHS have to do all case? that, Sister Odell. <laughs> yes. 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 You got a VCR? Yes, I have a VCR. Mm. She sounds Yeah, we got to upgrade it. you, Sister mm-hmm. Odell. I don't see what the problem is. Is you got hyphen restrictions? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. I think you do. Duncan. Hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, you know, it, that's the only way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of TV you got, a Zenith? A uh, Zenith. Yeah. Flow she model Zenith. See, you need to come oh, over to the house. Zenith. I got a flow model Kona. <laughs> <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> All right, back to the show. The back to the show. Go ahead. Back to I'm Real sorry. Housewives of Atlanta. Here mm-hmm. we go. So mm-hmm. Cynthia and her sister Mal, they also threw a nice charity event for Houston. Harvey victims. Uh, Mal, Cynthia's sister, she lived in Houston for over 25 years. Actually, oh, she... Really? Yeah, so Houston is home for her. She actually lived uh, not too far from me, Junior. So anyway, uh, Mal was heartbroken to see hurricane devastation in her town. And uh, Kenya was able to come. Kenya, her brother, she has family in Houston as well. And uh, Kenya adjusted her schedule to make it to H-Town to help with hurricane victims as well. And then did you see this, Shirley, when she introduced her nieces to her fellow castmates? And then she introduced her sister-in-law and was like, that's their mom. It was kind of shady. That was kind of shady what Kenya did. It surprised me. Emphasis on there. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, she's like, that's they, their mom over there, mm-hmm. which they I kind of understand because I don't like my sister-in-law either. So, uh, oh. <laughs> did I say that? You uh, said uh, that. Yeah. We sure did. We sure hope Tosh ain't listening. Which one, Cole? Uh, well, the one no. she don't like. Uh, let her have that. Thank you, Sister Odell. Mm-hmm. I just had a real moment there. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> sure did. Um, so it was really mm. good. They did. You gonna let them housewives then... mess your house up? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be all good. they be houses good. is raggedy anyway. So it's no. all good. Well, let me tell you this though. At the end, Kenya. At the end, they all went to have some barbecue. You know you got to come to Texas, Houston to eat some barbecue. They were discussing things at this restaurant. Well, Portia's friend, Shamia, she said that she felt that Kenya was dismissive to her. Things got She was, though. Yeah, she was. She was very dismissive to Mm -hmm. her. And then Kenya walked off, and then she went off on a producer in the restroom at the restaurant. Gave him the Take finger and everything. Yeah. I'm <laughs> done with this. I didn't come here to constantly be dragged in the mud. But Kenya, that's what they're feeling. I don't give a I don't give a about any of them Every time I do something positive, it turns into some bullshit. I wasn't rude no, to nobody no. at that event. These motherfuckers. The whole table is stupid as It's 10. I know. I'm about to go. Y'all can have fun with this. I'll be, right, be right back. Okay. I'm about to get mad at y'all and dismiss myself. <laughs> no, don't. Don't do that. That's why I don't want to be a part of this. Because every time let you talk about the trenches, you can you say something. You don't gotta do shit no more. Take my mother mic off. Well, oh my God. Carla, ask you something. Is that the Nelson family reunion? <laughs> it sounded just like that when we was down there last week. Is that who that is? The Nelson family. Man, you know what? Atlanta I don't even wife. understand why Kenya, she went off like that. She was saying that's why her husband doesn't want her to be on the show. Mm-hmm. She was rude to the to the producer and, and the staff. It's like Kenya kind of changed since she got married. Don't you think, she? Yeah, I think she uh, just insured herself another, Get off uh, the show. another season on there because she's got a killer storyline now. Yeah. She's going to end up off the show. I think when all them girls really get married and get happy, they should just leave. So they well, can Kenya's have their marriage. married now. Yeah. Who? She's married now. Kenya's married now. All right. Yeah, we got to go. That's Reality Update. We'll be back at 20 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, so we guess this naked exercising is a thing now. Okay. British wrestling champion Keith McNiven is running all-male, all-female, and co-ed naked training classes in London. Uh, It's called HIT, High Intensity Interval Training Workouts, which are a mixture of high-intensity bursts for short periods of time, followed by moderate to low-intensity workouts. They've been shown to be extremely effective, especially if you don't have a lot of time to devote to exercise. HIIT workouts are very popular. Uh, Keith explains exercising naked introduces a new and exciting way to burn calories and is great for those of us who don't like the restriction of clothing. It is also a fun way to meet others and enjoy a unique workout session. All right. uh, That's why I thought of you when I saw this story, Tommy. Uh, Steve Jr. and Tommy, uh, do you guys do any exercises naked? Wow. I don't do no exercise. Wow. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But it, it's pretty much like exercise. Well, I'm talking about like sit-ups, like push-ups, okay? Weight no, I lifting. Can't, I can't do push-ups naked. What about spinning? Why not? Why? Mm-mm. Oh, hell. Oh, he, he think he's so blessed. Lord have mercy. Well, 
Wait, oh, first of all, why did you even disclose? Well, well, one thing, about, let it, that one comment thing about it, at least I said it. You can't. <laughs> so, whatever. You, you obviously don't have trouble I'm doing push-ups naked. I just don't talk Well, about you know, but, you know, I said mine, so now here you come he, with he the come. hate. You can do a push-up. You know, not naked. <laughs> not naked. Seems like that wouldn't be safe, though. No, it's not, oh, Shirley. Yeah. No, then I got to go. I got to go. Pick all these rocks and stuff off me. Yeah, I, ain't I can't do spinning with clothes on. That hurts. Spinning is oh, spinning is something. The else. truth, yeah, yes. that's true. Uh-huh. Soul cycle, all that. Mm-hmm. Could See you do right crunches there. naked? See right there. Ooh. Why is he going to the spinning class? <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? It's cardio. Yeah, spinning class. No, no, why why he at the spinning class right of, there? Y'all, y'all doing something soft. I, I a lot go, of men go. I go to spinning with my wife. I ain't talking about a lot of men. I'm talking about Tommy. Well, other men Stay that are spinning are, are taking well, it. We're just talking about when you there. <sighs> okay. He's saying, why you ain't in the gym pumping some iron or lifting some weights or something? That's all he's saying. I want to go to spin, yoga. and, and uh... <laughs> Yoga? Yeah. Dog, don't tell mm. me you're in yoga class. Carla, he can't go to yoga? Hot yoga. Hot yoga. So you now do you Pilates. There was a report out last week that said hot yoga Nick. is no, no, it's no different than regular yoga. No, you 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 dropping a lot more water. No, I'm yoga. just telling you that what the study said. Who study? Well, I mean, the yoga moves are the same. Mm-hmm. But when it's hotter though, you sweat. What happens more. when it's hotter? You sweating Tommy? more. Yeah, you're sweating. Okay, more. and what uh-huh. does that do, Tommy? That means you putting you you're losing more. You're losing more water weight. At least that, Tommy. But as soon as you drink water, it's right Tommy, back. Right back. But don't drink none, then. <laughs> So are you, you getting mad at us because you don't like it? We always no go water. in on each other on this show. <laughs> can't even have a conversation <laughs> on this show for two minutes. For nothing. <laughs> no subject. We can't talk about it. Uh, he getting mad at us. Back slam each other. <laughs> right. God, because he don't make no sense. He mad at us. Because y'all drinking water after y'all. Hell. Such a love-hate, <laughs> dysfunctional family we have here. So well, see, why don't we all do a workout together, Nick, and let's see how we do with this. Uh, no. No, Brad. I can't no. ask that. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. You want to do you a track. You could be talking to some lawyers today, ain't Rich- you? <laughs> <laughs> naked. Yeah, but that's when you can be naked. <laughs> but have you ever worked out that way, though? Don't walk around the house and cook naked. Then oh, okay. that's dangerous. Yeah, they did that in Baby Boy. Well, if you're baking, Carla, you all right now. If you're frying, you you in it's a fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, this is getting really interesting now. According to the Washington Post, Special Counsel Robert Mueller wants to interview President Donald Trump in the next few weeks. Mm. About why, this is why, about why he decided to fire National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and FBI Director James Comey. This suggests that Mueller wants to find out what led up to Trump firing Comey and Flynn and that investigators are looking at possible plans by Trump and others to derail Mueller's investigation. The news comes after it was revealed that Attorney General Jeff Sessions was questioned for several hours by Mueller's team, which is significant because he's the only member of Trump's cabinet to be interviewed by in the investigation so far. First Sessions in the hot seat, and now possibly Mr. Trump, who uh, just a little while ago said 
you know, he would be happy to go and sit with them and talk to him. Remember, he said yeah. that. Uh, mm-hmm. As we know, Trump has already said there's no collusion. Uh, he's just going to say there's no more fake news. But he said that he would go and talk to Mueller. But now I think he's backing away from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not about collusion. It's about the Russians meddling in the, in the election. election. That's what it's yeah. about. It, it's going to be about a little bit more than that when they dig it up. And that's what's happening. They've got Flynn, who is cooperating. Mm -hmm. And he's now down to one count. So that means Flynn has given them some information. If you don't think they're concerned at the White House, you're sadly mistaken, because they have to be. If you don't think they want to fire Robert Mueller right now, you're sadly mistaken. Well, if you fire him now, it's it's (laughs) catastrophic. Yeah, they want to, though. You know they do. Now he's saying... If there's no wall, no DACA, Mm. what does the wall have to do with these kids who were bought here, who are in school, who have jobs, who are paying taxes, who are really valuable citizens of this country? What does, if you don't get your funding for the wall, you're going to send all them kids back? But you said All those people back? You said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Now you want us to pay for the wall. That's just another lie. And mm-hmm. but his base hangs on to him like he's just the most solid. You gotta give him a chance. He said, and Mexico's gonna pay for the wall. And what did Mexico, Mexico say? said, <laughs> we not paying a, for a blankety blank thing. Yeah, yeah he did say blankety uh-huh. blank wall. Yeah. He, he said it. he said it in so, English and Spanish. And Spanish. <laughs> he was bilingual with Junior. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Now you're saying if you don't fund the wall, there will be no DACA. How can you put that on the table, man? One has absolutely nothing to do with the other. Nothing. Now, they've spun it to make it sound like it does. Because if we don't get these immigration laws, our borders secured, then they throw in make our military strong, which we are the strongest military in the world. If we don't get these borders secured and we don't get rid of this lottery and we don't get this immigration uh, chain link thing together, then we're just going to repeat this in years to come. No, you won't. Mm -hmm. You have to give these people a chance who have come here to stay here and finish out their life as credible citizens and people. Yeah. That's horrible to say, you don't give me the wall, ain't no DACA. That's horrible. All right, coming up, just one more thing and uh, Steve's closing remarks. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, last break of the day. Last break of the day with just one more thing. Steve, I'm glad, for one. I think we all are that your closing remarks are back. I know I am. Yeah, yeah, they're always inspirational. You always motivate us Mm -hmm. to do something. Well, you know, the new year, over the break, I was thinking, and I was uh, really, I was just, now I don't want to sound, you know, but anyway. What? what I was just asking God, what what could I do more? What what could I do? And it was just put on my heart to share more. You know, start take some moment out at the beginning and the close of the show, and just try to encourage more people. You know, I've learned so much over the years. Uh, you know, I've had a tough go of it, as many of you have. Mine ain't my story ain't no more richer or deeper than nobody else's. So I just try to share the information that I've actually learned. Because I've learned a lot. And one of the things that I've learned is about 
when to start. You know, whenever you come up with an idea or a thought or a move you want to make or something comes from your imagination, the thing that I find that stops people oftentimes is when do I start? Now, here's here's the thing with starting. What people do is they delay the start by overthinking it. And if you overthink something, guess what will eventually, and you overexplain it to other people, eventually the how it won't work is going to come up. So you have this fabulous idea that you've thought of, right? And then you share it with some people. And you say, man, I'm going to go do this. And you start talking it over. And you start thinking it through. And you share it with more people. The more people you share it with and the more people you, and the more you think it through, you know what you keep coming up with? The mishaps, the things that can go wrong. And you end up delaying the start. The other thing that happens is people try to line all they ducks up in a row before they start so they can just go on and start knocking them down. That's a mistake because that almost never, ever happens. I have yet to see any deal I've ever done, any project I've started, go just the way I thought it was going to go. I have never seen that. I have yet to close a deal that just went smoothly. No wrinkles, no bumps, no nothing. I've never seen that. So when you're waiting to start, and then the naysayers hit, and you're waiting to start to get your ducks lined up in a row. You're delaying the process. You know when the best time to start is? Right now. Because right now alleviates procrastination. If you wait on the ducks to get lined up in a row, and you're listening to the naysayers, procrastination has already set in and taken place. And oftentimes it takes hold. So what I found is when I come up with the idea, I start the process now. I start the process now. Look, man, you can easily do that. It's simple things. What stops people is you try to figure out all the way through. You have this goal that you got and you say, okay, I'm going to do this. Then if I do that, then if I do that. And then you get stuck because you go, well, what happens after that? Because you've never been in that area before. You've never gone down that road. So the unknown strikes you. And then because you can't figure out what you do when you get to the unknown, you stop. So now you couldn't line up all your ducks in a row. So the process to success is delayed again. Stop doing that to yourself in 2018, y'all. Start now. Do it now. What you have to do next will be shown to you. It'll Your first step will lead you to the st- second step. Now, sometimes in, on your journey, you make a bad turn. You got to make a U-turn and come back and cross over the other bridge instead of going that way. But until you take one step, you'll never know where the next turn is. If it's a fork in the road, if it's a U-turn, if it's a bend, if it's a valley, if it's a mountain, you got to start today. Stop delaying it, everybody. Whatever it is you want to do, start today. You may be surprised that you can actually get yourself further than you thought you could with nobody else's help. Now, in order to be successful, you're going to need somebody's help. But to start, oftentimes, you just need yourself. Start the process. God will show you the way.
He really will. He always has. I say this often to people. God will get you through. For though everybody that's listening right now, name one thing that God hasn't gotten you through. And if he hasn't gotten you through it, he's currently pulling you through it right now. And you know how I know? Because you're listening to the radio. How you listening to the radio? It's because he's pulling you through something right now. He's gotten you through all the other stuff. But he's pulling you through right now. If you start to process, God will pull you through. But you'll never know until you start. Make 2018 the year of starting something great in your life. Start. Start something great. Don't participate in no mess this year. Stay out of mess. You know what mess is. Mess looks like it ain't right. It, it don't feel good. It don't sound good. It's mess. Stay out of mess this year. Remove yourself from messy situations so you can move in the right direction. Start this year, man. Make it happen, okay? Start today. That's the best time. Thank y'all for listening. Hope that helps you. Thank you. All right. Y'all Thank you. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Take us home. Well, y'all have a great weekend. <laughs> close. You're close. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight.